0: Hello and welcome to Please Don't Send Me Into Outer Space, the podcast intent on exploring all that science fiction and fantasy has to offer, one movie at a time.
1: My name is Joel.
2: My name is Sarah.
1: And my name is Spencer. Yeah!
0: No, get off the table.
1: (laughs) Spencer! (laughs) No, he's talking to the cat, not me.
0: week was Petey Wheatstraw, The Devil's Son-in-Law, 1977, directed by Cliff Rookmore. The writers writer uh, is based on a Rudy Ray Moore character and uh, mm-hmm. written by Cliff Rookmore. Starring Rudy Ray Moore, Jimmy Lynch, Leroy Daniels, Ernest Mahan. Uh, their credit as Leroy and Skillet, aren't they?
1: Yeah, that was their um, stand-up duo thing. That's funny, Ebony Wright,
0: uh, G. Tito Shaw, and let's say Marvin Jones. I mean, we have to mention Marvin Jones because he played Scarface Willie, and he's a character who poops his pants. <laughs> yeah,
1: he he does.
2: There was like a sh- your pants scene in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's
1: really funny.
2: <laughs> oh my I feel gosh. like the
1: the Hulkster movie ripped this off.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well if that if that uh in part in uh, what is that
1: The Hulkster movie? That's
0: uh no holds barred right?
1: Y- yeah. Where the guy yells dookie and then poops his yeah. pants.
0: If we had a scene where that guy went back and had a report and people were like fainting from the snow This <laughs> <laughs> <I laughs> <just> kept going. <laughs>
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah, he like walked across town and then <laughs> did another scene.
0: <laughs> now in this scene you've still got poop in your pants. And your motivation is that you're you're kinda comatose. Yeah. So uh Spencer. Uh yeah. Why did why'd you pick this movie?
1: <laughs> well, my original idea was to have um you guys watch a couple of different animation shorts, but then I just wanted an ex- then instead of doing some arts artsy, I want to prove that I don't just watch criterion Criterion movies
3: uh, okay. and high
1: class stuff, <laughs> and I, I I have a soft spot for like step for sleazy seventies grindhousey stuff this could this could
0: be a criterion they could have a three pack with the dolomite and the human tornado,
1: and a disco Godfather, oh disco Godfather, that was I'm the sorry. last one, and it's an anti p c p movie oh thank what? God for
2: that.
1: <laughs> yeah, that the message is don't do p c p
2: wow,
0: did it have music as good as the music in this movie?
1: um, not as good, but the fight scenes are much better oh think oh man, the fight scenes. <laughs> Oh, the, yeah! Oh, you, you <laughs> haven't seen Dolomite. They, they've really gotten better from some, since the first one. Oh, that's funny. Was
0: Dolomite the first one?
1: Dolomite's the first one, then Human Tornado, aka Dolomite Two, then Pity Weed Straw, and then the Disco Godfather, and then in between, right in the middle, he did a movie with Yapha Koto. Yeah, yeah. Did I say his name right?
0: Yeah, Yafakoto.
1: Yeah, called The Monkey Hustle.
0: Star of the Running Man, Yep. Yeah,
1: yeah uh, but I don't. Wow. I never hear about the Yafakoto one, even though I want to see it. Mm. Wow. They're like, I, I guess, a buddy action movie with <laughs> Rudere Moore and Yafakoto from Alien.
0: I can see. <laughs> no, I can't. I can't see it.
1: I can't <laughs> see that working at all. No,
0: yeah, this uh, hmm, martial arts, eh? Yeah, I mean, we had a yeah.
3: <laughs> okay, so so uh, this the,
0: the, when this movie starts off, Rudy Ray Moore is speaking directly to the camera, and he's in hell, and he's rhyming.
1: That's his. That's his
0: stick. He
1: rhymes. Uh-huh.
0: He's te- telling us the way it is. And then we have to go back in time to see his origins, which is when this <laughs> movie went off the rail. Yes, the movie went off the rail five minutes <laughs> in. first,
2: first <laughs> transition that happens is uh, his mother giving birth to him.
1: During a hurricane in Miami. Right.
2: Yeah.
3: And
1: right. his
0: mother's pregnant belly is the size <laughs> of a beach ball, Literally. Yeah. Like, one of those giant ones that they throw around during baseball games. Mm. And then the priest,
1: or no, he's a doctor, right? I, he looks like a rabbi to me. Yeah, I'm not, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> when, I, I know what you're talking about. <laughs>
3: Yeah, he gets, he gets all up
2: in there. Man. It does not matter what religion,
1: <laughs> and he <laughs> gets all up
0: in there. He and, pulled uh, out a watermelon first, natu- naturally.
2: Oh my god!
0: Naturally, did that? My question is: Did that come out of the woman, or did she have it there?
1: Uh, Just
0: you know, in case the kid was hungry.
1: <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure what Rudy Raymore th- what uh, Rudy Ray thought. Exactly, was a joke there.
0: <laughs> I mean, I've heard I've heard, the, uh, I've heard somebody say <laughs> that pregnant woman looks like she swallowed a watermelon. It's,
1: I I've guess that that's before. it, but she also had a baby too.
0: Well, she didn't have a baby. Well,
1: he was a fully grown man. Well, I mean, I mean boy. She-
0: it was a it was like an, a a ten year old or yeah.
3: something
2: like that. Like a ten year old jumps out like in a pair of shorts, right? Yeah, like, like Mowgli
1: <laughs> like a Mowgli diaper. Yeah, yeah, he's ready to go. <laughs> he,
3: he a loin cloth.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but don't worry don't worry, uh listeners. This this movie just goes straight serious after that, totally. Nothing else funny happens in the movie.
1: Uh this yeah.
0: <laughs> Spencer. Yes. How many other movies have you seen that are like this?
1: Uh do you mean the Rudy Re- Ray Re- Re- Moore movies?
0: No, I mean that are like crazy, like, like I don't uh, know. Cause like for the purpose of this podcast, mm. the closest thing we could compare it to was Space is the place. But I feel like Space <laughs> is the place was more
1: serious. It's it's that movie's a lot more grounded. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like this. I don't know, a lot. (laughs) I I was thinking of doing maybe Tokyo Gore, please, for this podcast, but I don't think Sarah would like it very much. Yeah. Which is equally as stupid and crazy. And there's a, a scene where a guy gets his ding dong cut off. No, bitten off, sorry. Oh, okay. By a mutant lady. Oh, that's good. Yeah. (laughs)
3: <laughs> Tokyo Gore Place is a stupid fun look. movie. Track it down.
0: I mean, that sounds similar to Wild Zero, except for, once again, Wild Zero sounds more grounded.
1: That <laughs> has an actual message. Tokyo Gore Place is a stupid...
0: Yeah, see? Uh-huh. see, That's the difference. <laughs> there we go. Space is a place has a message. Uh, yeah. This movie... Doesn't really have a message.
2: These qualify because (laughs) there are supernatural elements at play here, but I'm sure that there are some pretty amazing things we could check out that don't have that, right? Like, that don't have um, necessarily, like, a superhuman or, like, devil element.
0: What do
1: you mean? (laughs) Like, funny?
2: I just mean, like just, like, an awesome black exploitation movie like this. Oh, I,
1: I could recommend a few.
2: Okay. Yeah, we, we've seen a couple, but nothing that prepared us for <laughs> this. Well, the Rotary
1: War, uh genre is a very special genre. They're probably my favorites. Because they're just goofy and stupid and, and funny.
2: Yeah. You feel like they were kind of having fun. <laughs>
1: Yeah, you could tell, like, they clearly didn't have a budget, and they're just like, uh, screw it. Let's just do them <laughs> this the most fun way possible.
3: Yeah.
0: You know what this scene means? <laughs> another another bunch of fights. Like, really, we've already had four fight scenes. Trust me. Okay.
3: <laughs> yeah. Break
0: it out on the lawn.
2: Yeah, as soon as you start talking about martial oh, arts, man. I just got this image of him and <laughs> his matching... Uh, sh- briefs and tank top <laughs> trying to fight people.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that very like 60s, 70s, uh, avocado green.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dead stock. You can <laughs> only find on Etsy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I've seen couches that color.
3: <laughs> oh, I, what, my see. Uh,
0: okay, when you, when I said that, I was like, oh, wait, yeah. The, okay, okay, so. So many crazy things happen in this movie. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even sure what the plot is. Like
1: the plot is very simple. Okay, Rudy Ray. Moore, well, he's not Rudy anymore. Um, it, well, it basically, is P.D. Wheatstraw he, is a Wheatstraw. is a successful stand-up comedian. He's going to play a show at a uh, nightclub
0: (laughs) you're thinking thinking of a stand-up by any chance, Sarah?
2: I'm just like (laughs) thinking of the uh, the jokes he lays down on us look at that
1: ass (laughs) (laughs) that was a a stand-up you can buy records of him just insulting people
0: (laughs) (laughs) if you don't calm down sir, I'm gonna have that woman take out her titty
1: and put you (laughs) on the head with it (laughs) Uh, In Human Tornado, he has this great joke in his stand up uh, where they use actual footage from like stand up, not filmed for the movie, just inserted because they needed to fill out the time. And this one (laughs) joke, which is uh, the bathtub said to the toilet, I get as much ass as you, but I don't have to take no Oh
2: my god. Uh, It's. There was one thing he said that, like, didn't even make any sense. Like, I'm trying to remember what it was, but it was, like, supposed to be a joke. Maybe he didn't say it. Maybe it was the other, the guy that, um, whose brother got killed. Uh, Ted?
3: (laughs) Oh, man.
2: This movie has a lot of heartbreaking moments in it. Really, uh, what you
1: take, know, uh, okay makes you think
2: wait, wait. about life and death. Did you
0: explain why? <laughs> okay, so Skill and Leroy
1: they they got an uh, investment from a rich white man who is evil,
0: Mister White, mm-hmm. of
1: course, to open a new club, and he wants his money. He wants his money paid back in full, but Petey Weedstraw, who is basically like the Kevin Hart of his, of this of this universe is playing a show at a rival club and so the first so I guess like the first night's revenue won't be nearly uh enough to cover the debt which he wants repaid after one night I guess
0: well he's yeah but they're thinking that though like it's going to work out fine and then he sees that PD's going to have a show so yeah that means he has to Everything has to be blown up or something, right? Like Yeah, they,
1: they want to get Petey, but Petey, but Petey did play a show for them at some point in the past, and they never paid him, and so oh, he no. he refuses to play for them, so they decide to uh, kill him. Because <laughs> that's the only way to solve this problem.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I
0: don't know. <laughs> at first, it's like they... they... They just want to um, get him, like uh, n- make sure nobody knows about the show, right? And then yeah. they're like, "Oh, somebody's putting out posters. We got to go beat them up." And then a child gets killed.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's very. It's a very sad moment because it's he had yeah. just told him to never miss school again.
3: Yep. (laughs) I heard you skipping
2: school. (laughs) Yeah. And then, then, uh, is it a drive by? Uh,
1: Motorcycle
2: by? uh, Uh, Oh, no.
1: These, uh, Scarface, Willie, and his guys come up and they kung fu fight Ted. Oh. And then. And
0: then. Ted is is too good. He's,
1: like, beating them. Yeah. And they pull out a. Well, Willie pulled out a gun and, uh,. He kills the, the the younger brother.
3: Yep.
0: Very dramatic scene. That that kid, Oscar, Oscar worthy performance when he's just on that he's just dying.
1: Yeah, the kid dies uh, because yeah, the kid dies uh, because <laughs> of the, the the gun is for um, <laughs> trying to kill Ted, and so uh, and then they decide to shoot up the funeral. For some reason. It's... Overkill? Much? Yeah, and they kill everyone. But then the devil strolls by and uh, he uh, he decides to sell a soul to the devil for devil powers and a magic pimp cane, basically. And um, (laughs) he reverses (laughs) time and everyone is aware of it. Yeah.
0: I mean, that, like, I thought this kid dying was going to be what launches the the Weepster on his thing. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) It's like, nah, let's kill everybody. They're like,
2: no, they're going to be coming out of the funeral, and then we're going to just shoot up everybody with, like, automatic... What what kind of guns did they have? They had, like, Tommy
1: guns from, like, the 20s. Yeah, they were,
2: like... They were going to town, <laughs> just shooting everybody outside the funeral.
1: And everyone yeah. who was dead who came back to life is aware that they are that they died. Yeah. And is totally okay with it. Yep. See, I didn't. I didn't get that. I thought PD was the only one who knew. Uh That's well, weird. well, he he explained it to to his friends, and they're like, like, okay, that makes sense, and they never yeah, question they it.
0: They're definitely okay with it. I mean, obviously, you gotta. Well, if you say so, Pete. <laughs> you met the devil, and he said you have to marry his daughter.
1: And the daughter is, uh, wait for it. She's really ugly. That's right. And so he, so he, uh, agrees only so he can get the magic pimp cane, so that uh, he can have magic powers. And he's going to keep the <laughs> devil at bay. And say, yeah, yeah, I'm going to marry your daughter, don't worry. And he plans on never doing it, although, I don't, something happens.
2: Things happen. Yeah.
0: Yeah, 17 fights happen.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
2: And, uh, an orgy, and, (laughs) uh, a mask, and, uh, what Uh else happens before? Uh,
0: he keeps using that cane.
2: Yeah, he uses and the cane a lot. Every time
0: he he's about to get in a situation, that cane comes through. Yeah. But he had to get that cane they from need, the graveyard.
2: They needed to get revenge. Right. Yeah. Oh, that, yeah, was, yeah. that was kind of the main and, thing. And um,
1: I think right after he gets the cane back, he uh, uh, Ted is trying to get revenge on Willie. And uh, uh, Petey is wearing a shiki and just sneaking around. and i have a dashiki kind of similar to it actually are you
2: wearing your daishiki today
1: uh no it's uh 30 degrees in delaware so no
2: oh wow
1: perfect time i have a long sleeve one but it's no that's a storage for another day so pd is (laughs) basically that the dashiki avenger and he scares willie so bad because willie realizes he's He's supposed to be dead. Right, right. He's he alive. Die. And then, don't tell me it didn't happen. I saw it happen.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> and so, Willie gets so scared, he poops his pants.
2: Yeah, there was a poop <laughs> your pants.
0: He quite loudly <laughs> poops his pants. And we see liquid on the back of his jeans form, or what, not jeans, <laughs> whatever he's wearing. It's like, um, like, slacks. <laughs> and uh, he's uh, naturally very shocked I mean uh, I don't know if I I thought somebody was dead and they showed up I might pee my pants but this is full on defecation and he goes back to to report to his bosses who are all you know uh, all holding their noses uh, (laughs) trying to figure out what's going on but he's still in shock so he's he's barely talking talking. to them
2: about what happened (laughs) still still in your pants <laughs> scene. You <It's subtle>. know,
1: <laughs> never changes clothes, never washed up.
2: Yeah.
0: Eventually, he's like, you change your damn
1: clothes. <laughs> and a couple people faint because it smells so bad. Yeah.
3: Oh,
0: my God. So <laughs> how many how many fecal jokes <laughs> are normally in these movies? This
1: is the only one I can think of. Okay. The first Dolomite is... Trying to be serious for the first half and then kind of goes off the rails. Then Human Tornado is off the bat crazy, but there's no poop jokes. This ridiculous and Disco Godfather is just an anti-PCP movie. Mm. (laughs) I think people PCP poop their pants. Uh, No poop jokes. There are a lot of druggy jokes, but.
2: Yeah, I gotta say I'm not really a fan of the poop joke.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's when I realized I love this movie.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, I I kind of I kind of like raunchy humor sometimes in movies, mm-hmm. but I was like after we, you know, hang around the idea of him pooping his pants for a while, I was like, okay. <laughs> well, I
0: guess that happened. Yep. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> it's but stupid. it
2: was ridiculous and over the top, and I appreciate it for that in the movie. But I, I probably wouldn't go out of my way to find more movies that have this kind of <laughs> humor in it.
1: Yeah. Well, if you should watch a disco Godfather, it'll teach you to not do angel dust. Sarah. Okay. Stop doing angel dust. Okay.
2: Yeah. I it's important. That one.
1: Yep.
3: Uh,
0: you know, everything gets kind of muddy as far as I'm concerned. I'm not making a yeah. poop joke.
1: Uh, it's just, <laughs> yeah, it's plot. just a lot
0: of stuff uh, that happens. And,
1: yeah, a whole lot not, of kung fu fights. A whole lot of uh, great music. A, yeah, a lot of great atta- outfits. Uh,
0: people trying to attack PD and his gang and getting beat up and yeah, he keeps trying to keeps trying to hook up with his secretary and they keep getting <laughs> interrupted.
2: I couldn't tell if he didn't want to hook up with his secretary or if he did. But then, like, when they were talking about it happening, I was like, okay, I guess he does want to, but I don't know if he really likes her. Like, I guess that was just supposed to be a part of the plot. It wasn't really supposed to be, like, analyzed. No, what are you talking about? It's
3: important.
1: You, you You didn't get a sense of, like, they're Jack and Rose on Titanic?
3: No.
0: It's
1: the greatest romance of the seventies. Yeah. It's like Annie Hall, but better.
0: I mean, wouldn't it be exciting if Jack and Rose, when they like climb in that car together, all of a sudden a bunch of guys show up and start trying to kung fu fight <laughs> and get thrown through windows and stuff like that? <laughs> or, or does somebody get thrown through the window? I can't remember.
1: Uh probably.
0: It definitely jumps off a balcony.
1: Yeah. <laughs> He dreamt about me and is matching uh undies and shirt,
0: yeah, and none of those people know how to do any sort of mark work I, I think <laughs> well
1: Ray Ru- 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 Moore actually did know kung fu, yeah, but, but everyone I'm else like it, I'm not sure it actually did
0: well there's there's a part where one of the member the gang members like <laughs> does a jump kick, and I was like, those never work. <laughs> I felt
2: like they were, like, walking around like chickens. <laughs> like, they had their arms out <laughs> to their armpits, and they were, like, squatting down, but, like, and maybe trying to hit each other, but not really <laughs> doing any moves.
1: Oh, um, <laughs> uh, there's a scene where, um, he's auditioning singers, and that woman comes in, who's a terrible oh, singer. My, oh, my oh, my God. Oh, my
3: God. <laughs> <So nice.
1: laughs> That that reminded me of something that you'd see in like uh the greasy strangler.
0: Yeah. Like yeah, it's this, this that-
1: weird, absurdist, like terrible singing that just keeps on going on and they just continue talking and she doesn't notice and she just keeps singing.
2: Yeah. That was kind of a surreal moment <laughs> where I kind of Yeah, maybe maybe I was feeling um Existentially aware of things <laughs> in that moment, just kind of like stopped being me, but just became a person. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but hearing that eight tonal singing was—it uh,
1: it goes on and on.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and then they find a, a bomb in the toilet. Or
2: something. What the hell was that part all about? What was
1: that? They found a bomb and they threw it in a truck full of uh, uh, watermelon. Oh, yeah.
2: Did did the devil put the bomb there, or did he put it there himself with the cane, because he didn't like the singing?
1: It was Leroy and Skillet. Yeah. They they put it there.
0: They were trying to, Skillet was trying to blow him up.
2: The bomb was there before? Yeah. Yes. From a person? Yeah.
1: Yeah. They broke oh, I in. I
2: totally missed that.
1: Oh, you, you <laughs>
0: this is a creative way to get rid of some
2: noise.
1: Well, as has been discussed already, Leroy and Skillet are trying to kill Petey because he's a very successful comedian. <laughs> yeah,
2: I thought that the devil didn't like that singing, and he put a bomb in the bathroom. <laughs> I
1: mean, nobody liked that singing. Come on. No, and she started dancing too. No,
0: oh, I w- I really wish she had been blown up. But I guess it's not that you know, not that kind of movie. Nothing ridiculous happens. It's all very straight. Yeah. You know, all the the food was the real victim here, blowing up watermelons, and then there's a scene where guys yeah. are carrying for some reason <laughs> carrying a bunch of eggs
1: that they <laughs> have to throw into what
2: the air. A Gallagher moment. Like- yeah,
1: I wrote it's a Gallagher wet dream.
2: <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. Curse <blah. laughs>
1: <laughs> yes.
0: See, yeah, well, I mean, one of the main points here, like, I guess... They like, go
2: to see the other show. Yeah. I don't know if, if that... Which one?
1: The, the, the other guys. Yeah, Leroy and Skillet, because they, they open uh, doing stand-up at their own club. Right.
0: Oh, that's, like, towards the end, though. I mean, I feel, yeah. like, I feel like there's all kinds of devil things going on in between.
1: Yeah, the devil yeah. is great. He is my okay. favorite character.
0: Yeah, Yeah. probably me too. He's he's my
1: favorite Samak devil by far.
0: Oh, and I wanted to go back to the very beginning after uh, Petey was born. (laughs) Yeah. During the credits, we have a montage where he gets trained by a martial artist.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, That's interesting because that martial artist is named Bantu. Mm -hmm. And Bantu um, is one of the largest ethnic groups in Africa from, um, like, Central Africa to, so, from, like, Congo and DR, Democratic Republic of Congo, or DR Mm. Congo, to, like, South Africa is, like, majority Bantu peoples. And Mm. it's a huge, uh, uh, population and it's just kind of interesting that they, I feel like that was on purpose. It had to have been. Of course. Yeah. And then, uh, there's a whole, uh, PD words, the Shiki sometimes. And yeah. so I th- I feel like the nods to African culture there. And I should, uh, I need to note this. The Shikis are not a Bantu thing. The Shikis are a Yoruba thing. And Yoruba is a Nigeria and Benin. So it, it's a different region. So don't get it mixed up.
0: But they all know martial arts, right?
1: Well, there are African martial arts. There are a couple styles. But- and they have nunchukas and they
0: have, <laughs> they have whatever those, like, side things are. And- yeah, like the
1: ninja things.
2: There's a chicken move.
0: <laughs> that, that part where he, no. he uses a katana to very carefully cut a watermelon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, like, you're not swinging that sword, buddy. You're standing right next to it.
2: Yeah. I,
1: She's precision. I thought
2: that the ladies were wearing some uh, African-type outfits in some of the scenes. At least, like, more culturally African, like... Like, I don't know, was the bad singer wearing something that was more authentically,
1: like, um, from Africa? Possibly? No, I don't remember.
2: I think she was... Some of them were wearing, like, head... Like head uh, rats. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's also it, in it's also in fashion at the time too.
2: Yeah, hmm. that's true.
1: It's
0: hard for me to remember the clothes in this movie because I'd watched Streets of Fire the night before and the clothes in that movie are just insane. So I'm having I'm having a hard time remembering
1: well uh other
0: other than uh when Petey was in his his uh Amazing uh shirt. Whatever he's tank yeah, he's tanked up and a shirt had- because of the same
1: color.
2: Petey had some pretty awesome outfits. Yeah. He had like I, a three piece suit and like Yeah, a
1: lot of three piece suits and they're <laughs> all they, great.
2: They were awesome.
1: I love I wanted I, them <laughs>
2: all. <laughs> I love the fashion
1: and all these like Black movies. It's so gaudy and explosive and just so yeah. good. Devil is dressed pretty nice. Oh, remember his tracksuit. Yes, <laughs> where he's oh just where has he? happily jogging everywhere. Yes, season <laughs> literally <laughs> jogging.
2: Seventies red tracksuit.
1: Yeah, I, I could <laughs> watch a devil. Down. I could watch that devil jog all day. <laughs>
2: later,
1: later, he's getting
0: a devil <laughs> massage.
1: Yeah. And, uh, I, yeah.
2: I, I, what? I don't know. I don't know either. I <laughs> so, can't. at what point in the movie, after the bad singing lady and the watermelon explosion, <laughs> um, <laughs> does, uh, so what, then what happens?
0: Um, I don't know. I, I feel like the whole time they're also... After he gets this walking stick, this cane that belongs to the devil, which he didn't have at first, like the devil has to tell him about it and he goes and finds it later. Which is cemetery. funny, because there's a homeless guy in the <laughs> walking around in the graveyard. Sarah's like, look at that zombie. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: thought it was supposed to be. I, I mean, I didn't know what was what in this.
0: They thought cemetery. it was a zombie, too, because he falls in that graveyard like, hey, man, no wonder you're cold. You don't got any dirt on you.
1: <laughs> and they bury him. <laughs> yep. That man was buried alive. As he should be. Yeah, and, like some of the, and the powers of the pimp cane are... Whatever you want it to be. Pretty much. He makes a a fat woman thin. He um, stops a kid from getting hit by a car. And then Mm -hmm. he combs their nappy heads. Yeah, that kid was not (laughs) happy. Oh my gosh, that
2: was real. That kid crying was real.
1: (laughs) That kid was really upset. I'm not sure if you you noticed, but he's wearing a shirt that says, uh, I'm a little devil. No, I didn't oh my see that. Gosh. It's it's no. very subtle. Of course, this is a
0: subtle <laughs> movie.
2: Scholars have <laughs> <laughs> have written books about the subtleties in this
0: movie. They should do a Room Two Thirty Seven style documentary about this one <laughs> with
1: people's theories about what it's really about. Yeah, uh so basically the devil realizes that Petey is trying to not marry his daughter, and the devil wants Petey to give him a son, because I guess now is the time he wants to be a grandfather.
0: I thought he just didn't like his daughter and wanted to, like, pass her off or something like that.
1: Maybe that, too, but then he mentions the whole having a son thing, and I'm thinking, like, if you've been around forever, why didn't you... Do this earlier. I thought
2: he needed like a predest like a like a new devil. Yeah, that's what he's saying. Yeah,
0: mm. yeah, but but not Petey. He wanted his his grandson to be the new yeah. devil,
1: a half human, half demon.
3: Yeah,
0: and at some point, Petey decides that he's going to trick the devil by making the mask of his face and putting it on a homeless person that he dopes up, <laughs> <laughs> and he tells the devil. Okay, I I can do this wedding, but I I'm gonna be in deep meditation.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think that is the smartest idea ever to try and get away with something.
1: Deep meditation. And they yeah. make a mask and it's really creepy when they're making it. Yeah.
2: That's
0: a really good mask though, so
2: yeah. It is like a, him uh, with his <laughs> tongue out.
1: Yeah, it's yep. as if they is used Rootery Moore as uh, that other character.
0: No, it's like Mission Impossible, man. Okay. It was just one of them, like, 3D printer masks
1: and it, stuff. It's early CGI. It beat yeah. out um, Tron. Exactly.
2: But before that, they go see the other guys.
1: Who? Uh, Leroy and Skillet.
2: A
0: oh, was that? It, it, so they burned down the
1: whole thing before Basically. That? Yeah. No, I didn't really. I no. think. Yeah, yeah. And it they ruined have their show. They idea
2: to dope the guys. that and, guy and at what point, in meditation before that, but they don't actually do it. Oh, okay. All yeah, yeah. That's
0: not till afterwards. Yeah. And at what point does the devil uh, set up a bachelor party for
1: PD, which includes a bunch of naked ladies? That is after. That's around that point. It all all kind of blurs into a a bunch of silly scenes. Yeah. And so there's a a devil orgy that goes on for a while. Well, demon orgy.
2: I liked the zoom-ins to the velvet painting of the devil.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's like he's there watching.
0: Gross. Oh,
2: my God.
0: Devil (laughs) ladies, but... Guess what? And Petey, one of them Petey was white. Them all or something.
1: Yep. One was white and the rest were uh, black. Yep.
2: He didn't tell his girlfriend about that. Oh, she's not his girlfriend. They were just going to hook up.
0: Oh, she's th- just th- a special
2: his, lady.
1: That's his, his assistant. Secretary. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. 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 And I guess she also loves him for some reason.
0: Yeah. And Petey knows that you don't make, mix business with pleasure. What was that (laughs) that thing that line that you put in the in the group chat earlier? (laughs) Sarah?
2: It was romance without finance is a nuisance.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That is true.
0: (laughs) I guess. Everybody knows.
2: I I don't understand exactly what that means. Mm.
1: I feel like there's also an improv line that they liked. Mm-hmm. Slashes him doing his rhyme thing. Oh. he He's known as the godfather of hip-hop. He's known
0: as the godfather of hip-hop?
1: Yeah. he He's accredited with... Did help- Ray Moore started it all? Well, he's accredited with helping create what we know as hip-hop. Ah. Uh. I'm serious. He really is.
0: No, I believe you. I just, that that's crazy.
1: Yeah.
2: I mean, this, this was a different thing, but <laughs> this was like, it, maybe his style, you know, bringing it to the movie connects that, but, like, did he rap outside of this?
1: Um, in his stand-up, it's a lot like rhyming stuff, but he didn't really rap, but like, Early rap is in, yeah. Like some people say, is heavily influenced. or not. we influenced by Rory Moore doing like his rhyme thing.
2: Yeah, that makes sense.
1: Mm.
0: That's crazy. So yeah, okay. So now okay, let's let, now he goes to see Skillet and Leroy mm-hmm. do their opening act. They're finally opening their big club, and he pretends to be.
1: A French uh, person or something? I thought it was Jamaican. <laughs> I'm not yeah. sure.
2: Yeah, Jamaican. Like, like like
1: a vague Caribbean person. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he uses the pimp cane to make uh, Leroy and Skillet tell the truth. And um, yeah. they don't like the evil white man and his evil white wife or her evil white sister.
0: Yep. They say mean things.
1: And they uh humiliate a woman by uh, making her wig fall off and her dress fall off.
0: Yeah, you gotta you gotta humiliate a woman. You know, it's uh, mm.
1: yeah, it's yeah, it's it's, <laughs> a, it's a, one of the low points of this movie.
2: <laughs> you know, I kind of felt like even though there was that one part that the devil set up for him, I felt like in terms of like um physical bodies women felt less objectified than i've seen in some other movies but in this movie it seemed like there was more like she's my property or like woman get out of here kind of thing like yeah there was more disrespect in that way but less less disrespect in the ways you're used to seeing it with like a i don't know james bond movie or something
1: Yep. Yeah, it kind of comes with the territory.
2: Yeah, no, yeah. I uh, agree.
0: And then, I mean, well, I, I don't even remember what happens. PD ends up burning down the place, right?
1: Yeah, like- he destroys the place, and uh, Leo and Skillet disappear from the movie. Yeah. And the evil white man does, too. So I guess they're going to get killed or something. Who knows? I don't,
0: <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, we don't see him ever again after that. And it then,
2: ceased to be a problem.
0: We do We do see uh, Willie, and uh, he gets in a fight with Ted again, and then he decides...
1: And Ted Willie kills takes him. his own life. Oh, yeah, and uh, Ted's... Ted, he's taken away the satisfaction from Ted. Yeah. Which is actually a pretty cool moment.
0: You know, if you brought all those people back, why didn't you bring the kid back? <laughs> <laughs>
1: That had to create a problem for the movie.
0: Okay. <laughs>
1: <coughs> also, I don't think they thought ahead that much. It's been too many days. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that...
2: The devil can't work his magic on children.
0: Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> uh, later when Petey saves that one kid, who's almost gets hit by a car. He's like, that one was mine.
1: Yeah. Oh, and Petey uh, intervenes with a cheating husband and, her, and the wife, like, he's a dog, and then he turns him into a puppy. Yeah. A cute a puppy. A
2: cute puppy.
1: And the woman he's cheating with runs away. Yep. Shaking her head. And then he makes money fall from the sky.
2: That was kind of a long scene.
0: This whole movie was a long
2: <laughs> scene.
1: <laughs> 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 they could kind of trimmed, like, 20 minutes from this, but
3: well, they did know, it after,
0: after <laughs> the the club gets burned at, or you know closed down, and then he, he kind of has like a showdown with the the devil and the guys on the the roof. It's like, well, or no, he doesn't need that with the devil. Right? No, it's the just dev- a bunch of little devils that a bunch
1: to- of minor demons, and, and it's kind of like,
0: fight them off with a cane.
1: Yeah, and they kung fu fight for a while, and uh,
2: he uses became pretty well for not really knowing much about it.
1: Yep. He just points in a
0: direction and whatever he wants seems to happen.
2: I thought that hat was pretty outrageous that he wore during the miracle scene. (laughs) He wore a lot of crazy hats. Yeah.
1: He had like a leather conductor's hat at one point. (laughs) 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 Yeah.
2: But, like, a little bit of a fro, too, right? Yeah. Like, he was sporting kind of a little bit of a fro, but, <laughs> like, hats that were, like, yeah, either a pimp hat, conductor hat, <laughs> like, uh, you know.
1: Even in the flashback, he wore hats.
2: Yeah, And when he was, getting, he was getting bullied,
1: he's wearing, like, a derby. And <clears> the <throat> bullies are wearing derbies.
2: Is that so common? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <sighs>
1: well, uh, he was born in the 20s. So yeah, okay. He was so he's growing like in up 50s, in the depression, yeah.
0: and this all takes place in Los Angeles because they land in LAX. Yeah. okay when whenever he leaves whatever club he's at.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I think all all of them take place in L.A. Because I remember uh, in the Human Tornado, there's a really uh, unfortunate gay joke where they pick up a gay hitchhiker who wants to sleep with them, and they just make a bunch of bad gay jokes and. Kick them out when they get to L.A.
0: Makes sense.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Gotta teach those people.
2: For some reason, that just reminded me of a Cheech Chong movie when you were talking about that scenario. <laughs> I think Up in Smoke was the one I was Ah, uh,
0: crap. Um, that part when, uh, you know, Petey starts using the cane at the club. At the club and like starts breaking everything down. I was like, that reminds me of something else we saw where that happens and that happens in space is the place. Like the, mm. I mean, I don't think they ever call him the devil, but the devil's like sitting there and, uh, the altar destiny is up at the piano and, uh, the devil like starts like making like the, the club like, I can't remember if he's just, like, making the wind blow or something like that, but something crazy happens, yeah. I
2: think he plays the piano.
0: The devil, or? Or... I thought Alter Destiny was at the, uh...
2: Um... Sun Ra. Yeah, Sun Ra, but are you talking about making something bad happen with wind?
0: Yes, he, like, blows everybody else out or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that movie way better than I should. <laughs> but not well enough. Gonna have to watch it.
2: I kinda wanna watch this again. Knowing yeah. what's coming so that I can rewatch some <laughs> of the scenes. But not all of them.
1: Yeah, that poop scene. <laughs> well,
2: <laughs> well, first
1: you have to get off a of PCP and watch Disco Godfather. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
2: I'm excited to watch the other ones, actually. I had no idea about this. Um, he was
1: like a... Cult, uh, his movies were like, a, were like cult hits at the time, yeah. and then an 80s hit, and he they kind of stopped happening.
2: Yeah, this I thought that he, as an actor, and a couple of the actors did a pretty good job. Um, and you, you could tell it was super low budget, like, there were parts where it looked like It was like a paper backdrop or something. Yeah, Yeah, it was
1: funny compared to the first two. This is looks pretty good. Like really, they look like Disco Godfather looks the best, and this came right before that. And like the movies, just kept on looking better, which is kind (laughs) of saying a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, um, I just remembered Ernie Hudson from Ghostbusters and Oz. It his first movie role is in The Human Tornado. Mm.
0: Ernie Hudson from The Crow.
1: Yep, that one. And yeah. he's shaven bald, and he has like maybe two lines, maybe. But he's in it mm-hmm. a lot.
0: He's a star, damn it!
1: It's worth watching to see like him when he's not like a middle aged man.
0: Ernie Hudson from the Hand That Rocks the Cradle.
1: The very one.
0: Yay! <laughs> So, okay, so the, the way this movie ends is, by the way, their trick didn't work, that the homeless person wakes up when they're getting, he's getting driven to the, <laughs> the wedding or something like that, and he pulls off his own, his face and uh, freaks out the uh, drivers. So the devil goes to get his revenge. There's a fight out on the roof, right, of the yeah. building, and uh, Petey ends up beating the devil, and uh, there's there's a really great part where the devil's begging for his life. Like, no, no, uh, I can help you. It's, you know, whatever. And Petey picks him up, and then we... He catches cut on fire. The, we cut, we cut <laughs> for him being picked up. Oh yeah, he's on fire. That
3: was so good.
0: And there's just a flaming mannequin that
1: gets <laughs> <You laughs> off the
3: roof. And there's oh, a... My gosh.
1: And there's like a... Uh, that Chalk outline butts and they have ash yep.
2: <laughs> yep I loved that I was like
1: Oh my gosh <laughs> Oh and um I'm not sure if you noticed but the street art On the way Um has Someone spray painted Lil Wayne Oh
3: really? Yeah
1: it's really weird
0: And that's where They got the name that's- Wayne from Wayne's World Wow
1: Yeah it's where Dwayne Carter got his name Lil Wayne? Yeah, his name's Dwayne Carter. My question is, did he know about this, or did he call himself a Lil Wayne before that? I feel like it's a coincidence. Yeah, I do, too. He, he looks like a cockro- Never mind. Hmm? I was like, Lil Wayne looks like a cockroach has turned into a human. <laughs> he looks he looks disgusting. He really does. Uh,
0: that's why I always thought about Flavor Flame, I, I don't know about-
1: Little Wayne, I, but you know, Flav Flav too Looks like a cockroach turned to a human. <laughs>
3: yeah. So PD wins.
1: Yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> PD
1: <Petey laughs> wins. Oh, sorry.
2: Oh, uh, go ahead.
1: No, no. Uh,
2: I was gonna say I've never really like focused on Little Wayne's appearance very much, but. <laughs> but I I think he does look kind of funny I just mm-hmm. thought that, you know, he was just a rapper Like, is he one that wears grills?
1: Uh-huh
2: Yeah, and all the tattoos?
1: Yep Yeah, And really bad dreadlocks
2: Not helping None of those things are helping <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know what you guys are talking about He it looks, looks grimy, like I don't want to be in the same room as him Well, you know where, like, Chuck D, I'd want to have a conversation with him about, like, I don't know, something interesting. Chuck D stuff. Yeah. Lil
2: Wayne did, like, a funny skit with, like, Conan O'Brien once, I think, didn't he? Was it, like, a gamer one, or?
1: Was, was, yeah, yeah. I mean, he was on Clueless Gamer, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember that's when I stopped watching, because, like, oh, lines on it. I can <laughs> <skip this.
2: laughs> You're like, I am not interested.
0: <laughs> That's where I draw the line. So yeah, Petey wins, man. Petey beat the devil and he doesn't have to end up marrying that ugly, da- you know, devil's daughter and everything's good except, and this, this, I appreciate what happens here. I appreciate it so much. Okay. Petey didn't win. Nope. The devil's still there. And Petey is
1: damned.
2: He gets into his getaway car.
1: Yeah, but the devil made an identical getaway car. And he's like... like,
2: (laughs) (laughs) Because
0: his gang that was supposed to pick him up had to go back so they could pick up that lady's uh, stuff at her house. Uh, I don't know what that's saying. Something sexist,
2: probably. They probably just inserted that as a reason for them to not be there.
1: Yeah. But uh, yeah, he and it's tricked. Yeah, he's like, that devil real turkey. And then the devil's like, oh, was I? And he screams. In uh, <laughs> the yeah, great thing song like, plays. Yep.
2: It's the, it's the roll the credits moment. <laughs> that he got caught by the devil forever. He thought he could outsmart him. But he didn't. Yeah. And I think that's a good lesson. You can't outsmart the devil. Wait a even minute. Even if you think you have a really good plan.
0: You're probably right. Probably right about that.
1: So the devil in this is my favorite movie devil. Period. Did <laughs> <laughs> <I'm,
3: laughs> you
0: know what? They, they freaking name drop uh, the devil and Daniel Webster. Oh, yeah. I yeah, forgot
2: that. Yeah, they do. I was like, oh, my gosh.
1: Is that, was that a famous movie?
0: Uh, I think it won, like, awards back in the day. But, so, like, is I it, like, so.
1: culturally a big thing that, like, is big enough to, like, to show up in a random, like, Ray more movie?
2: I don't know.
1: Yeah, I have no idea. Or maybe he just likes that movie. I don't know. Uh-huh. It's just weird that that reference is, was dropped in.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: The guy who played the devil
0: is an actor called Ebony Wright, and he was only in six things. That's crazy.
1: I thought Ebony Wright was. Oh wait, that's that's the that's
0: devil's the, daughter. Never mind.
1: That's Lucifer. that's the assistant slash the devil's daughter.
0: Oh wow, she played two roles.
1: And Jimmy, Lucifer. his Jimmy, the his manager guy, did like the costumes and choreography for the fights he did like he did like star six roles <laughs> in the movie I'm
0: glad I'm glad somebody did the choreography I think he did costumes
1: <laughs> if I remember I was,
0: like. I was wrong the actor's name is G Tito Shaw and he only ever did this movie
1: it's yeah it's unfortunate yeah he was really good yeah like that's like like that performance I think is legitimately good as a devil I
2: do too I do too
1: He's super charming and I don't know. It's just a, a fun scene. Like a fun little devil. And he's like notably shorter than everyone else. Yeah.
0: He was playing older than uh, Rudy Ray, and I, I would have bet he was, but he was born in 1943 and Rudy Ray hmm. was 1927.
1: That's crazy. Yeah. Rudy, R- Rudy didn't start doing stand up until he was like 45. Oh, uh, yeah. Like and Dolomite was his
0: first movie. Crazy, yeah.
1: That that came out like a couple years after he started doing stand up.
0: I see. Big money hustles. All right.
1: Yeah, that was his last movie.
3: <laughs>
1: he was also very religious. He went. He was a uh, he 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 was a Baptist, and he would go to this National Baptist Convention with his mother every year. Crazy. And he considered uh, Dolomite to be just a, a character, and not really him, and in real life he was a Christian.
0: That's, that seems like that's uh, wow. counter to like the way I think Baptists think about what they can and can't do.
1: It's kind of like, weird.
0: You made that sinful movie. <laughs> like, I know.
1: And his stand-up is kind of very vulgar and sexual, but... Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, it's hmm. interesting.
2: Yeah, that is interesting. I mean, have you um, seen that movie about Betty Page? The I think it was the Notorious Betty Page.
1: The documentary or like a real movie?
2: No, it was a movie.
1: Uh, I haven't heard of it.
2: Was it Was that the one with the um, I think
0: the notorious Betty Page is the
2: Is the documentary. documentary? I was thinking of the one that has uh what's her face? Yeah.
0: So anyways.
2: She's she uh acts kind of oblivious to the idea that a role that she could be playing is like construed as Is that the one?
0: Yeah, it is. Yeah, Notorious Betty Page, two thousand five, Gretchen Mole.
2: Gretchen Mole. Yeah, Mm. yeah. But they basically make it seem like she's a religious person, and she's not thinking about it. But they they kind of make it seem like she doesn't really. She's not really aware. But it. I think that's odd that people say they're super religious and they don't think about their actions in that way.
0: Yeah, and I think that that is just the way that the movie decided to portray her perception of what was going on to play her as a more, like, naive person. You know, like, oh, men are crazy about my nude photos, but I just do them for fun. Like, yeah, I'm pretty sure she knew what she was doing. I don't know. I said she did.
2: I saw the documentary too. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm not sure.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean she seemed like a nice lady in that documentary. Do you want me to recommend other black movies?
0: Yes. Uh no, I don't think so. Uh no, I'm just gonna guess. That's fine.
1: Alright. Please. Please do. Okay, first one came to mind is Black Gun starring uh Jim starring Jim Brown and um Martin Landau as the evil white man villain. Oh, I see. That's why he did BAPS.
3: Okay.
1: <laughs> and Martin Landau is really great at being this evil white man villain. And uh, who's that guy from Back to the Future, the weird guy? Uh, he, uh, He's or, in that uh, Friday the 13th movie.
0: Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Crispin, Crispin Glover?
1: Is it, is it his dad? I yeah. think it's his Bruce, weird... Bruce his- Glover? Yeah, Bruce Glover is in it too as an as the villain, and he says um the the N word a lot, and he's actually like grapping this weird creepy villain. Um, a uh, former Bond girl's in it as a, like a femme fatale again. Anyway, it's a really fun one. It's actually a pretty good action movie. Another good hmm. one would be Bamboo Gods and Iron Men. It's your classic awesome name, but the movie itself is kind of technically not great, but it's a whole lot of fun. It's a black <laughs> boxer, goes to the Philippines and gets mixed up in uh, uh, what he thinks, is what you think is like a mystical uh, caper. And then he uh, uh, saves the life of a mute person who have, has a life debt to him, and so he like uh, Starts flying around and they become buddies, and this guy teaches them kickboxing, and he teaches them boxing, and they get a bunch of crazy adventures.
0: Of course, somebody has to teach him martial arts.
1: Yeah, and he teaches the uh, the Asian men uh, boxing, because that's American.
0: Yeah. Yes. Fugilists and such.
1: Yeah. uh there's Sugar Hill, which. Is a horror movie thing, and there are zombies in it. If you want to see that, I've seen the um, uh, images from it, and the zombie makeup I find creepy, and I don't want to watch it. Okay. <laughs> so okay. you
0: can't recommend it. What are you? What? Are, what are you doing?
1: Sorry, <laughs> no, right, I got two more. Um, Coonskin right. by Ralph Bakshi. Oh no. Yeah, it's very flawed because it's Ralph Bakshi, but I find it weirdly fascinating and I really do like Coonskin a lot. That's crazy. Yep. Uh, Barry White does a voice in it as a big bear. Hmm. And, um, uh, Tubbs from uh, Miami Vice is in it in his first movie role ever.
3: Nice. As Mm. a star.
1: (laughs) And, all right. Uh, don't want to say the real title because your podcast is kind of PG. Yeah. Uh, but it's called Boss. The real title has another word after boss. It stars Fred Williamson. Uh, it's a Western. It's basically, if you've seen Django Unchained, it clearly influenced Django Unchained a lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I recommend Boss. It has a great theme song.
0: I saw Fred Williamson was one of the producers on this movie.
1: Oh, yeah, he was all over the place. Yeah. Up until Spike Lee, he was the most successful black director in Hollywood.
3: Wow. That's cool.
0: Okay. I must have... Is he in... Have you seen Take a Hard Ride?
1: Me? Uh, No. Is Fred Williamson in that?
0: I think that's him. I think... Yeah, it's Jim Brown and I'm racist, but uh Jim I mean I I am inherently racist.
1: <laughs> Everyone is a little bit.
0: Exactly. I just like to wear mine on my sleeve. No, it's Jim Brown.
1: Okay.
0: Oh, it's okay. Spaghetti Western. But uh trying to get the black exploitation audience in there, so it's got yeah. it's got like uh Jim Brown. It has Fred Williamson in it. Okay. So yeah. he's also in it,
1: but Jim Kelly. Oh, I love Jim Kelly. Yeah. Uh, but, like, by 77, by the time Pete Wheatstraw came out, rotation kind of was quickly on its way down. And uh some people will say, like me, rotation basically created the buddy action movie as we know it now. And, like, a lot yeah. of the Hollywood 80s action stuff, you can trace back to rotation being, like, willing to... Go that over the top with action, and uh, I
3: can see that.
1: Yeah, I. It's a genre that I think deserves more respect. I, I think sleazy, trashy movies also are still artistically important. Even even *Pee Wee's* Straw* is artistically important. I can't explain how, but I have. I just have a weird love for this movie that I can't explain.
2: No, yeah, I I can see that. I mean, I thought it was, like, so over <laughs> the top and there were parts that were just, like, had us cracking up. Like, the death and then the <laughs> funeral murders. Um,
1: and the devil was jogging in that suit.
2: <laughs> I'm yep. sure this made, like, a huge cultural impact. as As silly as the movie <laughs> is, too, like, you can tell that there are style choices and like character choices that and just him, just uh what's his name? Rudy
1: Rudy Raymore. Rudy yeah.
2: Raymore, yeah. yeah.
1: He's a he's a big character.
2: He's good. Yeah.
1: Oh, I forgot one other movie. Uh Sweetback's Badass Song. It's problematic in one scene. But it's a weird, really interesting movie. It's not really Blacksportation. It's kind of it's a weird, interesting indie movie about a sex oh. worker on the run. Mm-hmm. But man, if you look into it, you learn the director kind of abused his son in a weird way. Oh,
3: yeah.
1: You know what I'm talking about?
3: Yeah, I do.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't want to talk about that. But. <laughs> yeah. It's so, it's a good uh, movie. Yeah, just...
0: We're on a downer now. Um... I
2: know. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of any other black exploitation movies I'd seen, and, like, I just, like, remembered that I was at my uncle's house once, and he started talking about Pootie Tang, and, <laughs> and uh, they put it on, and for some reason I thought it was going to be Black Dynamite,
3: mm.
2: and I was like, I don't think I want to watch this with my mom. Like... <laughs> I think, because I think I had already seen Black Dynamite, yeah. but I hadn't yeah. seen No, I oh, had seen Pootie Tang, but it had just been, like, years and years and oh, years. Oh, I see. They're both hilarious. I liked both of those. But, yeah, yeah that's the first thing that came to <laughs> mind. Like, when I was watching this, I was like, oh my god, Pootie Tang is, like, trying to be this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> yep.
1: Yeah, a lot of Black Fortation actors kind of ended up in, like, playing cop roles in the eighties and they were no longer like leads in movies because the genre kind of died by the late seventies.
0: Yeah, if you can't make money off that, you know, you're no good. Yeah. It it's kind of
1: unfortunate. Like Yafat Koto, this became like a sidekick in movies after that. And like really more cr- movie career kind of ended. Yeah. And like Fred Williamson just came like the B movie action guy who will do anything. You know, it was just kind of, and Jim Kelly kind of disappeared from movies. It's just unfortunate, kind of what happened with the 80s, when they're like, we can make action movies violent now.
0: Don't forget, that kid died. Okay, anyways, <laughs> let's, let's, uh... <laughs> All right. Everybody's happy? Everything's fine. Everything, yep, what? Mm-hmm, no laughing. Okay. I'm going to read out your stuff. Thank- Spencer, thank you for bringing this movie to us Yeah, it was oh, awesome. Thank it you. is awesome. I wish Aaron had been here. He watched the movie and then he had to be sick. So
2: we'll get his we'll get his two cents on it <laughs> yeah. when we maybe maybe when we post it. We
0: definitely will. Yeah. See what he says. Cuz
2: I'm sure he has I'm sure he has opinions.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm going to read out your stuff. You guys, think of a lesson that you learned from this movie besides the fact that you can't trick the devil, some other lesson. Okay. All right. All right, email any suggestions or comments you have to please don't podcast at com. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Podcatcher of your choice, and please leave us a rating or a review on any of that stuff. We'd appreciate it. Give us a like on our Facebook page. Facebook is facebook.com slash p-d-s-m-i-o-s. And if you want to follow us on Twitter, we're at Outer Space Pod. Please don't send me into Outer Space as a proud member of the Ear Trumpet Audio Network. Ear Trumpet Audio features such shows as our show. And I'd like to mention it once again, the songs that saved your life. It is a podcast all about the songs that were most important to us when we were in our teenage years and how we feel about them now. It's a really good podcast, especially for people who have uh, fond music memories that can or cannot be embarrassing. It's fun to reflect sometimes. Sometimes you just turn really red in the face. Anyways, check them out. It's eartrumpetaudio.com for all the podcasts that are available. All right. If you had to pick a lesson from this movie, what would you say you learned from this? Spencer?
1: Sarah? Um Mia? Never <laughs> never carry a bunch of eggs in an, in an open container.
0: Yeah, what the hell? There's no explanation. It's not like <laughs> a sheet of glass, you know. They always do the the joke where people are carrying like a sheet of glass and
1: that breaks. They cut a car through a glass. They f- take afford eggs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like look, we we got all these eggs. Okay. <laughs> the catering truck. Read it. <laughs> That's a good lesson. Very good.
2: Uh, my lesson is sometimes when you're. Pregnant, you're going to give birth to an actual, like, 12-year-old kid. (laughs) So watch out for that. Watch out for a gigantic kid.
0: (laughs) I was about to say something really political, but I'm going to keep that under my hat. (laughs) Anyway... (laughs) My lesson is that if you're a being that has the ability to give other people powers, then you should probably not give them something that has the capability to beat you. Like, you know, Cain or something.
2: Yeah, I think I think that uh, he wasn't really thinking about that, but at the same time, maybe he was because uh, it didn't work.
1: Yeah, that's true. Spencer, are you still there? Yeah, I'm still here.
2: Spencer, you want to plug anything?
1: Uh, Well, I have a podcast called High and Low, a Kurosawa podcast. Um, that
0: sounds really boring.
1: Yeah, some some loser named Joel is on it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, We talk about Kurosawa movies and we pair a Kurosawa with a non-Kurosawa Japanese movie from the same year. Sometimes that's kind of difficult. Sometimes it isn't. So, uh, the next episode will be Sanjuro with a friend of both shows, Randall. Yep. We hear Randall, uh, what episode was Randall on? Alphaville.
0: Alphaville, that's right.
1: It's French New Wave, and you know I don't like French New Wave. You love it. Uh, Sure. It's not Japanese. I saw Alphaville, and I didn't like it. Well... You know, we thought it was funny. I know, but you know, I feel you know, my feelings are on French New Wave. Yes, okay, and I also write for Summer Knife Fight, old TV reviews, science fiction, horror stuff. This month is Kenvig. it's a British sitcom from the 80s about a guy who is abducted by aliens, and one alien takes the form of a lady who is his neighbor. It's it's kind of not good, but I reviewed it. <laughs> It's all on YouTube, Kenvig, if it you want to watch it. sounds
0: good. So- sounds really good. It's not. <laughs> Way better than
1: Baffled. Let me tell you. Hey, Larry Nimoy isn't baffled. Yeah.
0: Do you listen to Alka Hollywood? No. Okay, because they just did an episode on a movie called Guest House Paradiso, and it's, like, based on a comedy show from England that... Hmm. I don't know if it was the '80s or what, like that called Bottoms.
1: <laughs> okay,
0: yeah. I was like, I wonder if Spencer's heard about
1: this, but yeah,
0: I, anyway. I want
1: to look into it. Now uh, you have to.
0: Okay, thank you. Uh, we'll see you next week, folks. Thank you for listening to us. Bye. Hashtag thank Thug you. Life. Yep. Yeah, thanks for being on, Spencer.
2: Hashtag Guy Shiki.
3: Shiki. <laughs> EarTrumpetAudio.com
2: Ideas and Entertainment
3: Loud and Clear